With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Alrighty, I hope everyone is having a good day. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Barca Blog on his podcast. Hope everyone is having a good week. Uh, so there's a bit of news to talk about, and it's, I don't know, I, I, when you were doing public speaking in the past, right, you, you would do like a, you do the sandwich method, basically, where you delivered some good news, and then you put your critique in the middle, and then deliver good news on the other side. Even if the good news was like a little bit forced, that way you just like, you know, you you put the criticism in the middle and it made people feel better. So we're going to try to do that here. So the good news, Barcelona 6, Sociedad 1. So they are four points back in La Liga. Uh, same amount of matches played as Atletico Madrid. Uh, both teams are out of the Champions League. Barcelona still have the Copa del Rey. Um, La Liga is actually in play. And I think... It was kind of like a show me before I believed you sort of thing when it came to Barcelona and La Liga. Uh, but there's clearly 10, there's 10 games left. Barcelona only need to cover four points. And based on Atleti's form in the last like six to eight weeks, I think that's super doable. Uh, I think anything beyond eight points, I would say no. But even like, you know, six to eight points, I would still say is possible. And four is definitely possible. Barcelona's La Liga form has looked great. Uh, obviously, we've talked about the performances against PSG in the Champions League, but when it comes to league play, Barcelona look great. Um, and let me pull up their schedule. I want to say they still have a game against Atleti and then obviously the um, the Clasico. So the Clasico is April 10th, and the game against Atletico is May 9th. So that's towards the end of the season. So, I mean, we may you know, be going into that match with like a, you know, one or two point, um, maybe even a tie. So Barcelona's La Liga chances are very much on the table, which is great news. Last time we talked a couple weeks ago, um, a little bit of iced coffee. Um, last time we talked a couple weeks ago, uh, I think I was still pretty optimistic, but now I'm very optimistic, especially now that the Champions League, uh, you know, obviously you never want to be out of the Champions League, but now that that is a fact, you can focus on the positives, right? Which is like La Liga is now the priority. Uh, they have a chance to win Copa del Rey, obviously, and La Liga is in play. So like that would, you know, if you win those two, like you definitely have building blocks. Uh, now for some of the bad news. Uh, so injury. Uh, Philippe Coutinho, done for the season, had another surgery on the low key. Uh, we cannot really expect anything of him. I mean, I haven't read too much about it, but I'm pretty sure he's out for the entire season. Uh, the other bad news, arguably even worse, because you know injuries and continue we've come to expect. Uh, Ansu Fati. So he's had two surgeries on this knee. There is potentially 
a third surgery. So the news that came out of um, the report this morning, let me just get my sources here right, since I was in, did a little write-up. Um, the report came from Mundo, and basically um, Ansu is going to face a 15-day stress test on the knee. So that wording just isn't great, and these are reports, but apparently last week he began to suffer some swelling and inflammation in the location kind of where the meniscus um, where the injury originally took place Um, this then led him to meet with some specialists of the knee to determine potential next steps and those next steps appear to be that he's going to kind of go a 15-day trial period wherein they evaluate the knee i'm not really sure what these stress tests entail but I'm sure it's going to be some light training, evaluate the knee under some sort of load, see how it responds, proceed to next steps. So the hope for us, obviously, and for Fatsi and for Barcelona and for Barca fans is that these stress tests go well, right? Like the swelling last week was a one-time thing. Maybe there was like a slight tweaking, uh, but that overall the knee is healing and recovering well and that Fatih is on his way back to being on the pitch for Barcelona. This is not a we need Fatih back for La Liga first mindset, although, of course, it would be nice to have him back. This is a this guy's the next decade on the team, right? Like this is the, like he's a foundation piece, just like Pedri for the next decade. Let's do whatever we can to make sure that this knee does not become a recurring problem and that we're able to foster an environment wherein Barcelona's reputation for handling youngsters and injuries doesn't get marred even further. So let's hope that the stress test doesn't, you know, incur further damage and that at the end of the 15 days, they're able to determine, um, they're able to determine kind of what's going on. Um, I should also mention that there are a little bit of conflicting reports, uh, Copes, Victor Navarro tweeted that he understands that that report is not true, that the injury has not stalled for a second time. Um, he says, quote, medical sources close to the recovery of Ansu Fati tell Cope that he is not going to undergo surgery for the third time because there was not even a second operation. They explain Ansu is fine and explain the rumors of the operating room are a lie. So, you know, what do we believe? Who knows? I think, I think we can definitely hope that... <laughs> that there wasn't a second and that there may not be a third surgery. I tend to lean the other way that there are problems with his knee and that that's what's taking so long. And that's with all the cloak and dagger. Uh, but time will tell. Just hope he comes back healthy. And, uh, that's pretty much, I don't know. It's kind of regarding Fatsy. Um, there was another little in kind of on the, the more positive side sandwich method. Um, so Pedri is with the Spanish national team. So former Barcelona manager Luis Enrique is obviously the boss there. And um, he had some pretty interesting quotes heading into the pre-match conference. Uh, they have a fixture against Greece today as I'm recording. That match actually might be going on right now. Let's see what the timing is. Uh, that kicks off. What am I missing here? Today, 340. So that kicks off in literally five minutes from when I'm recording this. Um, let's see if he got the start, actually. Spain. He did not get the start. Is he on the bench? I'm assuming he's on the bench. I don't have the full the full roster here, but he's not starting. Um, so Enrique's quotes were, quote, Pedri already does wonderful things despite his age. He is, he is humble, intelligent, and a hard worker. He's a great teammate as well. 
what I see as a top-level player. And then when asked about comparing him, um, Pedri, and Iniesta, he said, quote, they're different players. I understand the comparisons, but Pedri has to be Pedri. We have to let Pedri improve at its own pace and let him create his own path. So, sorry, I had to sneeze right there. Um, so Spain play Greece on Wednesday, play Georgia after that, and then they play Kosovo next Wednesday. So a nice few games. Hopefully Pedri gets a little bit of playing time, not too much, uh, and you know is able to kind of make a name for himself with the Spanish national team as well. Uh, Antoine Griezmann scored a great goal Wednesday against Ukraine in Paris. Um, he scored after 19 minutes. It was, I'm not going to lie, it was kind of a nice-looking goal. Uh, Dembele came off the bench at 64th minutes and made his first appearance for France since November 2018. What other news do we got? Uh, Eric Garcia is reportedly set to sign a five-year deal. That'll happen, of course, officially when the season ends, but that one that one has seemed pretty... Uh, pretty certain for a while now we've chatted about that a little bit but he clearly didn't renew with Manchester City obviously indicating that unless something crazy happens he's probably headed to Barcelona on a five-year deal uh, Memphis Depay and Wijnaldum those deals are apparently right on the edge of being as close to official as they can be for the time being of course both those guys will be free transfers by the end of the season um, which like we talked about like Barcelona clearly need that uh, with with everything going on with the fiduciary situation, uh, when Alden was asked about you know transfer stuff, and he said they will always talk about these things, but as I've said on other occasions, I have no news still. They say this in the media, but I have no news. When there is talk about it, when there is, I will talk about it, but there isn't right now. I'm here to play games against Turkey, Latvia, and Gibraltar. He's on international break. I'm pretty sure as is Memphis Depay. Um, of course, we've seen the link between uh, Dutch national team players and Barcelona, given the connection with Ronald Koeman. Uh, the only other bit that I can think of, uh, our old pal David Beckham had a little bit to say about Lionel Messi and Inter-Miami. Inter Renato, of course, a couple weeks ago said that you know his, his best guess at the time was that if and when Messi leaves Barcelona, it will be for the MLS and an Inter-Miami not another team in the Champions League, which I found super fascinating. Uh, Beckham says, quote, when we announced Miami, there was always going to be talk about what players we were going to bring in, whether it was Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar. There was always going to be those discussions. I actually don't think it's a tough one for players to decide, to be honest, because it's a great place, he said. Obviously, it's a great city. I feel like we have a great fan base, but I also understand there's great talent in Miami and South Florida. And I think we have a real opportunity. Miami is a city that has a pull on players who've been playing in Europe that are big stars. Of course, Gonzalo Higuain has already moved to the club, and um, he said that he would welcome Messi with open arms. So that's kind of it. So Barcelona are on international break. Let me look at this. Let me pull up the schedule, see when that officially ends. So April 5th will be the first match against Valladad, and then uh, five days later is the Clásico against Real Madrid. So hope everyone enjoys some international friendly football. Enjoy the week. We will talk to you later. Be sure to subscribe to the pod if you haven't iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, not SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all that lovely stuff, Overcast, the best. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks. <laughs>